0: This is No Starving Artist podcast. You deserve a successful creative life. I'm Anissa Benitez, a marketing expert at top companies and creative journeyer. I'm here to support your creative wellness, financially, mentally, and spiritually. Share with me your questions, and I'll share perspective. This podcast episode is about how to make art your livelihood. I'm not going to hold back because of the urgency and gravity of coronavirus and how social distancing is impacting so many people's work. Anissa is putting on her business consultant marketing expert hat and supporting you with your questions and specific needs. My response here is broad and what I'd love for us as a next step is to share questions over, share stories over as to what you're dealing with specifically so we can navigate how to Make it possible to make money during this time, especially. And shoot me an email at hello at morebyhair.com and send me over a question or a concern or your story. I'd love to hear what you're experiencing. I think it's really valuable for our whole community to be tuned into what each other are experiencing because history repeats itself. All of our experiences tend to be fairly nuanced but universal. It's likely you or someone you know in this lifetime is going to experience something like that and by your sharing we learn. So I'm going to answer a question that I actually received from A podcaster, when I was being interviewed a few weeks ago, I'll dive in answering that question via storytelling and sharing an overarching lesson and sharing some reflection questions and a culture resource. And yeah, that'll be the episode for today. I'm super excited about this one. So, a few weeks ago, I was interviewed for a podcast that's highlighting creative women who are entrepreneurs. And The last question that I received was quite valuable. It was a very wide, non-specific question. And the question to me was this, what are three tips you would give women listening on how to make art their livelihood? I think in answering this question, I was challenged because I felt like I gave a response that felt very generic. And so I'm gonna use this podcast episode to dive into how we can share more valuable context around our questions and why that matters. And it matters because we're the ones who also are the responders. In this context, I was obviously responding to a podcast, but you're always responding to this exact question for yourself, for anything that you're creating. How can I make this art into my livelihood? So here's how. My generic response, though broad, answered this question in three parts. Part one being detach, part two being test, and part three being learn. So detach refers to decide on what of your art is going to serve as your business, right? So what part of it is not just for you, it's not personal. What of it can you let go and really check your ego against? Because I know In so many cases, we create things that are so personal to us, it's really hard to put it out into the world. And then once we put it out into the world, we're really sensitive around getting feedback and how it's going to be received by other people. We're really closed off from improving it because it's so personal. And I see that time and time again with so many artists. Now, we kind of already moved into the test. The reason why we have to detach from some of our art, whatever art we deem is a business is because we feedback is so critical it's so valuable feedback is the only way that we grow and so we can get feedback from ourselves obviously on how we're doing and what we need to improve but there's so much value in getting feedback from other people from people because no matter if your art is not like people don't get it it's like you know of another level whatever it really does need to provide somebody value maybe it's somebody inspiration maybe it's somebody some level of learning maybe it's somebody some level of deeper introspection into themselves there's value to hearing how people are responding and you can get enough responses that you can make an assessment on how much of that you're going to actually take in and apply but just understanding it and listening to it it has so much value and so we have to get to a position where where one able to take that first level of detachedness to put something out there it doesn't have to be all of your work but you have to decide what portion of your work are you okay sharing if you want to make your livelihood obviously and monetize it you can obviously keep all of your art private to yourself and live that way but I'm specifically speaking to people who want to be able to generate wealth off of their artwork and share it with the world to make it their business and their livelihood And then the last part of that, because we can get feedback from ourselves, we can get feedback from other people, we can get feedback from people that we're admiring, observation through research to seeing what the landscape looks like, and that is a whole other episode that we can dive into. I recently made a YouTube video specifically on how to get feedback. It was the first YouTube video ever, and if you want to check it out, you can go to Anisa Benitez at YouTube we have to touch. we have test, and the last piece is learn. We have to learn. So after we do this testing and we aggregate all this feedback, whether from ourselves or from other people or from people we admire through research, etc., cetera, we have to take those learnings in and change. And that's the hardest part. We have to create some level of adaption to our work, to heighten it, to improve it based on what we're gauging from all of these inputs who you are and what you learn from testing and what you gain from feedback is so so valuable as I mentioned and and not seeking generic information is going to save you a lot of time and effort so I have one story around this and then we'll get into our reflection questions and the culture resource which hits the nail on the head As some of you know, I founded More By Her, a platform to dismantle the starving artist stigma. Each week, we share a new story of creative women shaping culture on Wednesdays. Wisdom Drop Wednesdays. For those who identify as women, non-binary, she, her, they, them, thriving artists who are willing to give transparency on their creative journey and how they do it. Follow us at morebyher.com or on Instagram at more underscore by underscore her. So out of college, I started my career at RCA Records, which is a record label within Sony Music Entertainment. And it was really cool to be in the space and make so many observations. I'm a very fly-on-the-wall kind of person who really loves to sit and observe. And what I noticed in the record business was noticed and also was disappointed with to be honest was just how much of a business it was there's so much manufacturing that goes into artist development in particular and I can share more stories on this in the future but how this is relevant is there is an artist so going back to the question of how to make your art your livelihood it depends on the type of artist that you are there is this particular artist who is super young and innocent And really had a amazing, mesmerizing, but very mature R&B voice. And when she came in, they were trying to figure out her marketing. They thought she was going to be an artist who was going to break that year. But her image of being this really young person with this very mature voice was pretty difficult for them to figure out how to market because she was a little too mature for appealing to teens and being successful on pop stations. And so they realized her voice would be incredibly marketable for R&B radio stations. And over the years, I'd already left the company at this point, but over the years, they didn't hit success and really break her as an artist until they really honed it into her persona and how she show up. And so they made her look more, much older, and gave her a very sultry persona that really mirrored her voice. And she blew up and she really blew up and it was through the process of getting her out there and really understanding how people responded to her and her image and her voice etc for them to get to a point where they can refine how she would look and how to match that with what she was singing to create a more powerful story around her as an artist As the speaker, as the advocate, as the expert of your art, we're going to dive into these reflection questions so that you can answer this broad question of how do I make my art my livelihood for yourself? And we're going to approach it with that same method of detach, test, and learn. And so reflection questions for how to detach, detach what, of your work is for you what is so personal that you do not want to share it with the world that is okay now what of your work is for other people what of your work are you willing to share with the world and move that to the testing lab so secondly on test what different avenues of promotion make sense to you based on your business so I'd love to say test everything under the sun, but I know realistically you have limited time and energy. So while I wish I could test everything under the sun, I wish you could test under the sun. We really can't where are most of your people? So this is coming back to the focus of who is our target demographic, who are our listeners, who are our viewers? You really have to do the deep work and explore this. But I'll mention that, for instance, if you're a writer and you're working to attract your audience, your audience as a writer are readers. People are open to reading. So focusing on places like Medium or blogs or writing media outlets, trying to get press and sharing articles to promote yourself as a writer is a really good avenue. For instance, not TikTok TikTok might not be the place where you want to f- focus a lot of your energy. And that's because if you have limited time and energy, TikTok is a space where writing is super constrained. And so your greatest talent you- where you flourish is not going to be highlighted in a platform like TikTok where you can maybe fit in two words before like things flash and move away. It's just a very tough format to really highlight your writing abilities. Doesn't mean you can't still do it though. The third one is the third area to focus into and the reflection question here on learning. To learn after testing is how is it going? Don't track this every second. You don't have to like put out a video or a piece of writing or a painting and be like, how you feeling, how you doing, blah, blah, blah. But set a regular cadence of review, and that might be monthly. it might be weekly. It might be surveys after a certain event. It might be a number of approaches based on your art form as you're the expert, I can't answer this specifically towards your needs, but this is the whole reason I'm creating this episode is I really do want to understand your business and how I can serve you more specifically so that we can get outcomes that are more effective. So going back to the learn and reflection questions to think about is how are you currently set up to get feedback? If you have a website, maybe that means setting up Google Analytics behind your pages. If you've recently done any partnerships, maybe that means having links that are specific to that partnership so that when people push through to your website or your work or your pages or whatever, you can see that attribution and you can see that actually picked up. Um, if you're doing something that's in person, which I know is so limited during this period of time, then you can get verbal feedback. At the end of the day, you just want to understand if the efforts that you're making, if the marketing efforts Business development efforts, partnership efforts, anything you're doing around your business to sell your artwork, if it's helping it move along, and if it is, doing more of it, and if it's not, doing less of it or tweaking the way that we approach it. Our culture resource for this week is an inevitable one. It's Gary Vaynerchuk. If you don't know who Gary Vaynerchuk is, you should check him out. He's awesome. He's the CEO and founder of VaynerMedia, which is a digital agency. He is hugely recognized, especially because he was an early investor in Twitter, Tumblr, Venmo, Uber, and probably some other startups that have been successful. So he's making money. He's doing really well. And he is also really, really deeply a marketer. And that's why I truly admire him is because he's always thinking about how he can garner attention. And this culture resource is a YouTube video that he did recently. And it's called How to Get Your Businesses the Most Attention Possible. And he's speaking to a group of lawyers. And we might find that, oh, this content is maybe not... Pertinent to us and our artwork or our creative ventures, but it always is. Once we put things out into the world, once we detach from them, they move from the place of not being our art. They're the world's art. They're for other people. And so we have to view them more so as businesses than we do as our personal diaries. This video is really good because he really drills into the fact that the way to best garner people's attention. The best way to do that is by sharing with them value, helping them see your story and really see you and see your experiences because you want them to see themselves. And the more that they're able to see themselves and build resonance with them, the more that they'll be a fan of your art, follow you, um, be invested in your growth, and your artwork ongoingly that's hugely important so definitely check out Gary Vaynerchuk I would say our tone of voice is maybe on the opposite end of the spectrum so if you're off put by his delivery it's okay Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I hope that you're leaving it feeling capable, feeling more expert, feeling like you have a lot of work to do to really understand your art form and really test and promote it and share it with the world. So when it comes to making your art your livelihood, it really does come down to that mindset of detach, test, learn. That's always going to be the process each time you're creating a new piece of work. You have to go through that same cycle and it's hard and it's uncomfortable, but I am here and I'm doing it too. I'm out here doing it with you and so really grateful to be on this creative journey with you. I want to hear your questions and I want to hear the context, so please Please share with me your stories, what you're experiencing, what you're going through right now, and I can be reached at hello at morebyher.com. You can send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Anis Benitez. I also encourage you to check out the awesome wisdom of many thriving, creative women and non-binary people at more underscore by underscore her on Instagram, or you can go to morebyher.com yeah we're this is a crazy time this is a crazy time in history and all we can do is be with each other and continue to share with each other lean on each other uplift each other if you've enjoyed this podcast please share it on social media tag me and I'll share it out to you. tell a friend rate and review it wherever you're listening yeah until next episode I appreciate you